second I, I need to get my story straight My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State Yes, yes, people. Welcome to another week and another episode of Echo Chamber. Um, yeah, let's get into it, right? So here is the UK box office top 10 for the weekend of the 18th to the 20th of October. At number 10, we've got Hustlers. At number 9, Downton Abbey. At number 8, we got Judy. At number seven, it's official secrets. At number six, Gemini Man. At number five, Abdominal. Ab. Ab. Abnominal. Ab. Abominal. Abobin. Abominal. Ab. You know the film. Jesus. Okay. Um. At number four is Zombieland Double Tap. At number three, a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. At number two, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. And still doing its thing at number one, it's Joker, baby. Alright, so we're gonna hit a little bit of, you know, gonna pay those bills. Then we're gonna get into the reviews, okay, people? So let's get with it. Okay, so people, some um, big news from the Luca Comics and Games Festival that has now officially opened in Italy. Um, <clears throat> During the festival, Twitch.tv will be live streaming a number of activities and walk around coverage from the festival. On top of that, the main events from the festival will be available to live stream from um, the LC. Um, LCG main events channel um a must for trekkies everywhere legends of patrick stewart and other cast members from amazon prime's new series star trek picard including isa briones santiago cabriera michelle hurd alison peel harry treadway and Evan Evagora will be talking. Sorry, will be um yeah, will be talking part in a panel discussion from ten a.m. um <clears throat> GMT, two a.m. PDT, uh on the Friday the first. Um, so yeah, tomorrow on the same channel at eleven thirty GMT. 3.30 a.m. PDT, um, <clears throat> there will be a tribute to the late, great Marvel creator, Stan Lee. Um, yeah, on October the 31st, no, that's gone. Okay, so yes, that is your um, big news from uh, the Loka... Games 
and uh, comics festival links will be in the episode so you can um live stream and catch up with Picard and the rest of the crew from there B3 Media is excited to announce that their annual Futures Creative Showcase will be taking place at Soho's The Union Club on the 12th of November. The event will showcase and celebrate the work of the finalists from their innovative BAM Creative Development Program Talent Lab. Talent Lab is supported by Screen Skills using National Lottery Funds, awarded by the BFI as part of the Future Film Skills Program. Talent Lab's participants took part in four days of intensive workshops, Q&A sessions and one-to-one meetings with industry experts. They were able to learn about sound, design, storytelling, creative entrepreneurship, virtual reality and much more to help them on their creative journey. The cohort have since resubmitted their updated projects and the participants have been painstakingly whittled down to nine finalists who will go forward to have their work commissioned. This year's finalists are Comfort Arthur, Eva Edo, Annabelle Grace, Samir Ibrahim, Amir Idris, Janet Moret, Lauren Plagano, Moses Sizbandiki, and Riley Wong. The Futures Creative Showcase gives Talent Lab finalists a unique opportunity to present their projects to an audience of industry experts, creative professionals and filmmakers. Following the presentations at the showcase, there will be informal networking drinks where attendees have the chance to connect with the exciting group of filmmakers, artists and storytellers who are on their journey to becoming some of the best creatives in the country. The selected filmmakers and artists will receive mentorship and development support from industry experts and creative practitioners. So yeah, that will be taking place on the 12th of November at the Union Club in Soho. Okay, so now that's all said and done, let's get to the reviews. Um, it's a bit of a Natalia Reyes week. Um, so we've got Running with the Devil and Terminator Dark Fate. So let's get into that now. Okay, so I just watched Running With The Devil. This was directed and written by Jason Cabell, who's a former Navy SEAL. Um, It was produced by Michael Mendelssohn and Jim Steele. And um, the film is starring Nicolas Cage, Lawrence Fishburne, Leslie Bibb, 
Barry Pepper, Adam Goldberg, Clifton Collins Jr., Cole Hooser, Peter Fasnelli, uh, Tate Fletcher, and Keith Jardine. Uh, so the gist of the film is um, it's this. A large batch of cocaine smuggled from Mexico to Canada through the United States is mysteriously lost along the way. The head of the cartel, the boss, instructs his two assistants, the cook and the man, to figure out where and what exactly went wrong. Companions have to check the entire chain of international drug trafficking, crossing borders and trying to slip away from the feds. This is it's an interesting film because um, it's kind of slow paced, right? So it, it you know is classified as an uh, what is it classified uh, an a f- action drama thriller, right? Um, but it isn't like. You know, it's not like narc. It, it, you know, it, it it's not kind of that pace. It, it's not the pace of um, you know, a lot of kind of drug films that we've probably seen in the past. What I feel does separate this and does make it interesting is a lot of the detail within the film. So it, you know, as I said, like. Cabell was a Navy SEAL, and this is meant to be based on kind of events he has seen and come across within, you know, his old job. Um, and, you know, this is his first directorial debut. He co-directed a film, but this is the first one with him straight up behind everything. And you think, Right, is it's pretty confident, competent, you know. Um, it is engaging. You are interested. The beginning, the beginning is a bit confusing because you feel like, mm, why did I have to see that? It does make sense though, as the film goes on. You're like, oh, I see what's just happened. It does take a while for you to kind of come to that conclusion, that realisation. The acting is pretty good. Like Nicolas Cage, it's not the crazy Cage that we have seen of late. It's it's pretty... um, Yeah, it's a, a kind of a consistent performance. There's a little nuance there. Yeah, it's not a bad performance. Fishburn is just having crazy fun in his role. He really, really is. Um, Leslie Bibb, she's playing the um, F- the Fed agent, and um, yeah, she's she's pretty good. Yeah, she's pretty. I think she's pretty good in like what is needed for that role. Like there is a there is a thing with in this like there's information that we 
that seems to be missing a lot of the time. Like stuff that is just like, wait, but who are those? Like, what's the connection? Why do we need to, you know what I mean? Uh, so there's that. And sometimes it does feel that you've, you've come into the middle of things. Um, it's kind of interesting that we don't really get any names. There's not a lot of names here. Like, you know, Nicholas Cage is the cook. That's all we kind of get. But that's fine. You know, that doesn't... It doesn't really bother you as you're watching this. You're just like, okay, whatever, that's cool. And I, I'd say the cinematography is pretty decent, you know, um, from a lot of the scenes that we see as we go from city to the wilderness and, you know, so a lot of different kind of shots and the angles and everything. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, oh, Natalia Reyes is in this film, which is kind of... Uh, yeah, a little double Natalie Reyes this week, but um, isn't in it much. But uh, I think where the film does excel is in the details of, like, the, the drug business. Because there's all these different aspects and facets of it that you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I didn't realise there would be that and then that. So we see this chain. Because as mentioned, like, you know, a lot of drugs go missing. And and there's an issue with, like, the supply and everything. So they're trying to figure it out. And so we see, okay, how does it start? Then where does it go? And where does it go from there? And blah, blah, blah. So we see these stages... And along these stages, there are so many ways things can go south. You know what I mean? Like, so many different people that you need to bribe and just people you need to trust. And the problem is, like, at every point, someone is trying to make a little on the side. That's what we notice. People, virtually every aspect of this process, people are trying to make someone aside. And it's like, it's kind of crazy because you kind of feel like everyone must know the consequences. So, yeah, what is the value on life here? Because they're all willing to do a certain thing for really not much during not much and like there's this crazy bit outside a um a hospital that is just i think it really kind of sums things up because you're just like wait they would do that there really that's insane. And yeah, that kind of really kind of sums up this film. But that's what makes this film interesting. That kind of level of detail 
into things, you know, because I don't think we usually see it on this level. Like, you see aspects of stuff, but not to this extent. Now, I don't know, like, how Narcos kind of dealt with all of this, because, you know, that was subtitled, so I never really was able to get into that. Um, But, yeah, I, I think... As the film is drawing to a close, because we do get a lot of twists, there's a lot of twists and shit happening that you're like, whoa, well, yeah, that's crazy, and man, they would try that, so there's a lot of that going on, Um, so it does get interesting, there is a moment where something happens and you do wonder, you do wonder, like, mm, are they really? Mm. And that's fine. But I, I think it does jump the shark a little bit at the end. Just because I think they could have just left it at a certain point and you'd be fine with it. They then kind of, I think it's just like because, you know, there's these different facets of this journey, of the story, um, that Cabell wanted to put in, that it's just like, oh, we need to kind of conclude that. So, yeah, they, 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 he adds this bit on for, um, for a conclusion of a story. And I don't know. It was a bit like, I don't know if I see that. You know what I mean? I don't know if I see that happening. But, yeah, everything up to that point, it, it yeah, it really wasn't that bad. Like, it's one of those weird films, though, that you don't see at the cinema. So I think the fact that it's... um you know, going to be available on um, digital download from Monday the 4th, that's probably the perfect place for this. Um, Yeah, kind of just chilling at home, watching it. You know, that just, yeah, I think that's probably best. Um, Because it doesn't need to be seen on the big screen. But it is, yeah, it is kind of interesting. It, you know, it's not going to um, set anything on light. It's not one of those films. You're not going to be comparing it to, uh, you know, Casino or Goodfellas or, you know, anything like that. But, yeah, it, it is interesting. It does give you a different look at this drug game. So I would say if you are a fan of... Um, you know, this kind of film, um, I think stuff like, is it Sereco, 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 um, and they made a sequel to it recently, um, yeah, I, I'd say it's kind of that kind of film, that slower paced kind of film, um, so if you're a fan of those sort of films, you know, you like stuff about the drug game, and all of that craziness, then, yeah, I think Running With The Devil might be a film for you, people, 
might be a film for you. So, um, listen, it's available digital download from Monday the 4th. You can find it on all usual platforms, okay? So, iTunes, Google, Google Play, Amazon, all of that stuff, right? It's 100 minutes and it's uh, 18 R-rated. So, yeah, there you go. Maybe, um, yeah, check it out if this sounds like it's, you know, your cup of tea. All right? Cool. Okay, people. So, I've just got out of a screening of Terminator Dark Fate. So, yeah, this is a complicated one. Because... What is it? So we've had Terminator, Judgment Day, we had Terminator 3, we had the Christian Bale, Sam Worthington one, then we had Genesis, is that right? So, yeah, this is like Terminator number 6, but it's a direct sequel to Judgment Day and all the others didn't happen which is a shame because I really like the ending of Terminator 3 the rest of the film yeah I mean it it wasn't incredible or anything but the end you know what I mean like when they're like um Wait, what are you doing? I thought you were here to save the world. He's like, no, I came to save you and you're safe. It's like, oh, shit. It's a great ending. Great ending to an eh, lukewarm film. You know what I mean? But, okay, so this new Terminator, it's directed by um, Tim Miller. But it was... Written by James Cameron and Charles H. Eagle. um, And Cameron produced the film. It's starring Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mackenzie Davis, Natalia Reyes, Diego Bonetta, um, Tom Hooper's in it. Uh, Fraser James Um, Yeah It's got a um, I mean it's got a big Big ass cast People A big ass cast Uh, And you know uh, We've got A new Terminator Played by Gabriel Luna So yeah you know, this is new beginnings, right? The gist of the film is this. More than two decades have passed since Sarah Connor prevented Judgment Day, changed the future and rewrote the fate of the human race. Danny, Ray- Danny Ramos, played by Reyes, is living a simple life in Mexico City with her brother, Bonetta, and father when a highly advanced and deadly new Terminator 
a Rev-9 travels back through time to hunt and kill her. Danny's survival depends on her joining forces with two warriors, Grace Davis, an enhanced super soldier from the future, and a battle-hardened Sarah Connor, as the Rev-9 ruthlessly destroys everything and everyone in its path on the hunt for Danny, the three are led to a T-800 from Sarah's past that may be their best last hope. So yeah, that is the gist of uh, of this, you know. They're calling it Welcome to the Day After Judgment Day. I mean, it's it's a bit rubbish. <laughs> it's a bit rubbish as a tagline, but you know, this this shit happens. It, you know, it's a, it's definitely an R-rated film. A lot of violence. Um, just over two hours. Okay, now, right so. To set the tone, we get... Now, remember in T2, and you've got Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor. She's in the asylum, and she's like, Look, I've seen the future. We're going to be killed. So they play, like, an... Uh, I think it's slightly a longer cut of that. So we see that. And then... We kind of learn you know, what happens with John because you know this film it's like around Danny, so it's a bit like oh if if, if this is about Danny, what what happened with John then? You know, is yeah he's a savior right? So we learn what happens with John. So we have that. And then we get into, um, like, Danny and who she is. Now, oh, no. Well, first we see, we see Mackenzie, we see Grace appear. Um, and then, yeah, then we get on to the whole uh, Danny and who is she? What, what What's this whole thing? And we have that. Now... What they don't tell you on the um on the listings in the cinema or anything like that. That's basically all in Mexican. All in Mexican. So subtitled. A lot of this film is subtitled. So yeah, that was not the best. Not the best. It is very frustrating because no one tells you that shit. No one. So there's a lot of film I did not see. Uh, but you know, you're just trying to uh, you know work out what's basically happening in these scenes. So you know, but essentially, look, we we have all of this build up, all of this stuff, and then we're bringing everyone together. You know what I mean? Um, which is fine. You know, 
it's all fine, it all works, you know, it's familiar ground here, we've kind of seen, we've basically seen this before, okay, and yeah, then we get our film, and look, the action is fine, the act, you know, we got the, we got these action scenes, these chase scenes, and all of this kind of stuff, it's all fine, you know, we get it, 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 you know what I mean? It's like the Terminator's trying to kill them. Um, everything's going crazy. You know what I mean? When you think everyone's done, then someone comes, you know what I mean? An old face turns up. And then, you know what I mean? It goes on and on and on. And then we think everything's done. And another old face turns up. Huzzah! And now we're trying to work out, ah, how do we keep Danny safe? Ah, like, what are we doing? Uh, you know, it's all it's all familiar treads here. It's all like we've seen this before. Essentially, what we have here is Highlander free. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Highlander free. We we've seen it all before. It's nothing. It's essentially nothing new. And I think that's one of the. It's one of the disappointments of the film. Like, look, as an action film, it's fine. It, you know, it's fine. As a Terminator film, hmm, I mean, look, it's better than, you know what I mean? It's better than three, it's better than four or whatever salvation that's what that was it was terminated salvation fuck i've just remembered it um yes so it's better than that it's definitely better than genesis because that was trash so it's better than those last three films okay it is that but to watch it as a trilogy with terminator and terminator 2 no, it doesn't come close to those films. And the thing, it's like you're not really gonna be talking about this film like weeks afterwards. You know, like when I left, I was talking to my friend. Um, we've both seen Joker, and it, I, I was just like, I've just made the analogy. Look, the Joker. You can be talking about the Joker a long time after you've seen this film. This Terminator Dark Fate, you're not really going to be discussing the nuances of the film later with anyone. It's not like, now, when they did this, what was the significance? What did that really mean? <laughs> you're not going to do that. Because it's all so obvious. You know what I mean? Like, it's so obvious, everything that happens in this film. So, yes, action film, it's okay. It's fine. I'm not going to watch it. You, you, you're definitely not watching it again. You know I mean? You're not watching it again. You're not ruminating over, like... Supposed metaphors or analogies, or do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, when they said that, what they really meant, ah, oh, that was a little insight into blah blah blah. No, because there is none of that, none of that. Essentially, look, 
the, the main actors were fine. Well, I, when I say look, the main actors are fine. Um, Mackenzie Davis is fine. Um, Ewing, you've got Natalia. Um, Reyes is fine. Linda Hamilton is hamming up the shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? She is hamming it up so much. I, I, there's definitely, um, you know what I mean? People that are going to be like, yo, this ain't kosher. I cannot see this film. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's that much ham up in that with her. And Schwarzenegger. Arnie is very wooden. He is very wooden in this, you know. So, yeah, I think. Look, I, 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 I'm assuming everyone can guess the fate of Schwarzenegger in this film. So, just be thankful for that. You know what I mean? Because he is wooden as hell. So that's the acting. It's, it's. You know, it passes, it passes, but it, it's no one's gonna be up for any awards, right? No one's gonna be like, no one's gonna be up for awards for writing. The effects, there's a lot of explosions and shit. You know what I mean? Obviously, I kind of felt though that a lot of it felt very green screeny. Like, I didn't believe they're sitting on top of a train. I didn't believe that, you know, they're flying in the plane. I didn't believe, like, a lot of the stuff is just like, yo, that's all green screen. Like, what? Huh? Like, it's just not believable. A lot of the stuff that you see, you're, you're kind of brought out of the moment because of the effects are a bit shoddy which is a sh- such a shame because when you think about Cameron's other films the effects are incredible <laughs> like I was all in with T2 I was all in with um friggin uh aliens I mean incredible films Avatar like, looked very good, and for everyone that could watch it in 3D, they were like, yo, it's so immersive, you can't say that about Dark Fate, like, the effect, look, it's all this explosions and everything like that, fun, but it does, it, it looks a bit shoddy, looks a bit shoddy, and the other, the crazy thing, and look, as I said, this is, you know, Highlander 3, which, like, why are we seeing the same kind of Terminators? This is the thing that doesn't really make any sense with this film, right? Because we essentially, this is, a, a, this is all because of a new future, Okay. It's a new future. So if the old future didn't happen, why has the new future got basically the same Terminators? You'd think, okay, so it's created killing machines. 
why do they look like this? Gary, why haven't we got a different kind of killing machine? It's that whole thing of, you know, back in the day when you saw sci-fi and they had similar contraptions to what we had. It's because the imagination was just like, well, phone's a phone, right? So it's got to kind of be like that. Like people couldn't think out of the box And that is a real it's a, it's a shame because of the premise of the film That's where all this Look, what they wanted to do They wanted to give us something that was familiar Because the last few films were so trash They are like, okay Look, we don't want to confuse them with a whole load of new crazy shit So let's retread Let's give the people some familiar aspects To bring them back on board So then we can launch this new trilogy Problem, but the, but the thing is Look, the problem When you're saying the premise of the film The whole kind of gist It doesn't make sense for us to see The same old Terminator Like in T2 When you've got The Terminator Doing all the liquid metal shit That was like Whoa Because we hadn't seen that before Seeing that shit now Is just a bit like Seen it so many times Seen it so many times It's just a bit boring Gary, it's it's just like Obviously, yeah Yeah, that's gonna happen Obviously So it's, it's just It just makes the film seem a bit lazy A bit kind of just Stuck in the same Old, you know It's like I guess, you know Who's a big band? I don't even fucking know, man. I don't even know. All right, but let, let's say this: it's like the Beatles covering a Beatles song, and it just really sounding the same. And that's what this has done. It's just a cover version that sounds basically the same as the original. So you just wonder, you're just like, okay, well, I like the song, so I'll listen. But, meh, if it didn't happen, my life would be no different right now. You know what I mean? And that is Dark Fate, basically summed up. It's fine, it's not going to change your life. It's not going to change your life, you're not going to be talking about it. It doesn't give us anything new Doesn't excite us It's a film full of ducks um, Machina, essentially It's just like, hey, we've got this Oh no, we don't have it Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, I know, let's do this Oh no, we can't do that What are we going to do now? That's Dark Fate So, yeah Like 
where you might have been excited, oh, they're redoing, and it's got Cameron back, it's Tim Miller who did the Max, the last Mad Max film, this is going to be incredible, yeah, it, it isn't people, it isn't, and I think they just went, they really tried to hammer home the women kick-ass element of the film as well, I've got no problem with, you know, an all-female cast, I don't care, that shit doesn't, I, you mean, it doesn't, look, I just want a good story, but every moment, they're like, boom, and the women, and the women are kicking, and we don't need men, come on, boom, kicking ass, boom, but it's not done in a, a nuanced way. It's just hammered at you. Hammered at you. But that's this film. It's not, there's no subtlety about it. But listen, right? If you just love explosions, uncomplicated plots, it's all good, baby. This is all you. You know what I mean? This is all you, don't even fret If you will watch anything from Cameron Anything with Schwarzenegger in it You just want to see Linda Hamilton back on the big screen kicking ass Yo, you'll love it You'll love it Yeah, people are going to love this film I'm not saying they shouldn't But, you mean, it's just not the film it could have been and with this film, I just, yeah, I hope this is it. I don't need another trilogy. I don't need more Terminator films. I, you know, the judgment is, yeah, we're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is judgment day, baby. And we're done. <laughs> Alright people, um, yeah, my voice is going again, so we're doing a hard out this week, uh, hope you enjoyed the reviews, and um, yeah, we'll be back next week, and I know for certain we will have a couple of reviews, and at least one interview, so um, yeah, next week's show will be fire as well, alright people, enjoy yourselves, see a lot of fun films, and uh, yeah, have fun, right? Tonight.